It's initializing. Here we go. That's what she said. Why would she say that? That's terrible. We're live. I don't know. She, it, she's not very sexy. <laughs> it's not very sexy. John, I understand you went to a red, white, and blue swap meet. Red. One of those colors is not there. It, it's it pretty was, close, though. It's red and white. It okay. was. It was all right. I, I call it's the red and white comic and toy. I think expo or something like that. But it's it's really just a swap meet. Yeah, it is. Or just like a bunch of vendors. But it was nice. I uh, I picked up some games, chatted with some friends I hadn't seen in a bit, and I bought a couple prints that will be going wouldn't, up my wall. Wouldn't just point. like by that like Odafest would be a swap meet then, wouldn't it? It's but, just a no, bunch of vendors. No, there's actual panels and stuff at Odafest though. Oh, that's right. I have never gone to one of those panels. <laughs> you just Although, go to the vendors hall them, and that's it, right? Some of them always seem really creepy. They're about like. How to date an anime lover. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they sometimes they have really weird panels at Odafest. I'm gonna look some of these up. Uh oh. Okay. Oh no. Alright. Like geek speed dating or something. They I, definitely have that. I know that's Guaranteed. at like every convention ever, so No, because people need to learn how to date. Fast. Fast. Right this second. He's actually looking it all up. Okay. I know, he totally um, yeah. is. You guys, you keep talking. He wasn't How kidding. was the red and white comic and toy expo? It was all right. Uh, there was a mystery machine there, the Scooby-Doo vehicle. I took a picture of it. Yeah, oh, I saw yeah. your photo of that. That thing is all over Calgary. How have you not seen it before? I've seen, yeah. it, before. I've seen it before. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You just made it seem like, I found this treasure. <laughs> hidden gem. <laughs> because I feel like all the other people that follow me on Twitter have not seen it before. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I posted it on Twitter like two years ago, so well, shit. They already saw it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I see that thing outside of Phoenix Comics South all the time. Oh yeah. What about the Ghostbusters uh, vehicle that's usually going around? Nope, that's a hidden gem to me. You beat me there. Sweet. That's been it. at the Calgary Comic Expo a few times, but yeah, other than that, it's it's usually put in a garage, I think, for the yeah, rest of the Yeah, uh, one of my friends is on the, the Alberta Ghostbusters group, and he's just like, yeah, we just keep it in storage most of the time. Right, yeah. Who owns that, like, 60s Batman Batmobile? Like, is that a um, local thing? Or Adam is that... West? <sighs> yes. I, he probably does own one, to be fair. Like, I think Wouldn't, they busted like that Batman? out when Adam West was here, right? Yeah, but I think it was there the year before as well. It, I, it, it was there this year, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Uh, or was that the DeLorean this year? Was that both? It was the DeLorean for sure. I don't know if it was both though. I th- yeah. Either way, cars. Meh. I can't find like the schedule. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're really still trying though. Well, like this joke would get so much funnier if I could find the schedule. Maybe they just maybe because it's like right in the middle of not having an Odafest. Yeah, because be. Aurora is coming up in like a month, so. Oh well, why don't they, yeah? Maybe they don't have a schedule for that yet. Yeah, no, they don't okay, usually come, release the schedule till like a week before the convention. All right, we'll come back to this, and then it'll be hilarious. 
two weeks from now. Oh we'll man, to it. I'm gonna save up some laughter for that. Good, get ready. <laughs> so, did you get any toys while you were there? That's kind of the point of that red white expo. Usually, I get something like I. I don't know if the cameras even got it in shot. The uh, Lost in Space Is it robot. That Kirby? No, the Lost in Space robot. Okay. Is that Kirby new? What? Is the Kirby new? No. Kirby's always been there. I know. I'm just... What'd you get? A robot? Oh, yeah, the robot next to the... Uh, right there where my finger's pointing. The Lost in Space robot. It talks and everything. Remember? I, or you probably wouldn't remember. I used to just Honestly, play with like it during your, the podcast. Your, your video is so small on my screen, it looks like a cucumber. <laughs> All right, well, I picked up a cucumber last time I went to the Toy Expo. <laughs> hey, actually, you know, I picked up two this week. It was like two for $3 at Safeway. Sweet. Does your cucumber yeah. talk? No. Mine doesn't either, apparently. There we go. There it is. Okay. You just press the buttons on its <sighs> nipples, and then it talks. I don't, I don't know anything about this robot. Listen yep. to that whirring of the mechanical parts inside. Oh Jeez. man, it's. I believe one of the modes is like sensor mode or something like that. So if I roll it up on my desk here, it's supposed to just like roll along and talk. But it doesn't always work. At least an old toy. And by old, I mean ninety-seven. Cool. That's it. Did you get any comic books? No. Although Do they uh, have like special guests there, or what? Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, who was they, there? They have a number of artists, but like no one that stood out to me, so I didn't like pay note. Okay, sorry. I usually just go there, walk in, chat with my friends, grab a couple of things, and leave. Because it's like it's a short thing. It's like from ten to five or something like that. And it's just, just on one, one day. of the days or both. Just one oh, day. Oh, that is short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I don't really call it an expo, more of a swap meet, because it's just like you walk in, you see like a million booths selling like comics, toys couple game booths and just like little knickknacks and then that's about it i did pick up actually uh some pins okay oh man Chinook- I, when i was on that odafest site there's pin trading Ooh. that's a big thing everywhere now apparently yeah that's true i always see that with packs the you know, you you one of you guys might have heard of this group chinook crafts they uh, they do like the little nerdy stuff so i've got like a uh, question mark block glass pin cool oh you uh, mean the company that does nerdy stuff yes i know i've narrowed it down right. for you yeah uh i got a cactar pin very nice all right seven pokemon yep yes <laughs> i've got a knuckles pin that one's for pokemon yeah definitely definitely and i've got a professor Layton hidden coin oh my gosh that's awesome that's pretty good <laughs> yep That one's so much better than the last two. <laughs> last hey, three. I like that knuckles pin, man. Coin block's pretty cool looking, too. Paul, the coin block was literally the worst one. It's glass, yo. Is it glass? <laughs> All right. That's awesome. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, just picked up a bunch of random games, as always. They'll probably pop up on a stream at some point. Do you want to say what games? Nah. Or are they surprised? Okay. Well... If you're all out of good topics to talk about, I guess we'll do the podcast. <laughs> wow. Someone's caddy today. Holy crap. This is the Top Down Respective on September 18th. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
middle of the month. I'm Sean Booker. I'm joined by Paul Fleck. Hi. And John Wheeler. Yo. I almost called you Proton John because that's your name on Skype. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and because Paul also started with a P, so it just kind of mm. went together. Some alliteration. Yeah, fancy. Exactly. Um, Paul, what have you been playing? Oh, man. Okay. A new MMO came out. Well, kind of. It came out of years ago, actually, in Korea. Oh, man, did you play Destiny? I haven't played Destiny. I don't have a way to play Destiny. I thought we talked okay. about that. I have to wait until it comes I'm to just, PC. Well, you hook up your 360. But... Oh, like I have a way to play it, but I don't have a real way to play yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I can play exactly. the gimped version. Right, exactly. But um, no, I started playing Arc Age, which is a Korean MMO that was released a few years ago that only just this week came out in the Americas and in the EU. So... It that is a that is a Korean MMO for f- people who are in the know. Maybe maybe with like less sexy children creatures, which is really good. Is that what Korea is? What? Is that the Korea influence? Yeah, there was a there was an MMO for online. What was it? Terra Online. Oh. Oh, now I, I know think, what you're talking about. I think that was the last big one that was, like, the Korean MMO sort of thing. And there was a race that was basically just, like, sexy children. It was weird and gross. But anyways, there's a lack of that. There's just, like, normal type people looking in this game and cat people for whatever reason. But Hot. <laughs> hot cat people, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I've been playing that a bit and I really like it. It has its own personality and it kind of steals a lot of things from other MMOs, but it's weirdly convoluted in the way that World of Warcraft used to be before they streamlined everything to be like player friendly. And there's kind of a weird nostalgia for me with that, where it's like you have to do all these different things or like combinations to just do basic stuff. It was, I don't know, it's weird. It's a weird nostalgia thing where it's like... And that's good? It's unnecessarily complicated. It's not necessarily good, but it feels like home to me, maybe. I don't know. There's something about just, like, filling up your bar with a bunch of random shit you shouldn't need to that makes me feel pretty good. Um, but, yeah, it plays really fluidly. It has long queue lines, which is the biggest problem ever. Like, I think I'm still in a queue right now from four hours ago waiting what? to join. To do, like, just to join a server or to, like, get a raid? To join my server. <laughs> Wait, you're trying to join a game right now? No, I've been trying to since 5 o'clock in the evening here. My time. Yes. So if yeah. Paul just stops, like, streaming everything, then we'll know he finally got on the server. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, <laughs> I can barely get this going, and you're like, I'm just going to try joining a game while this is going <laughs> Yeah, no, it's um, it's been really bad. But since I actually paid for, like, it was a Kickstarter sort of thing, and this I was paid... a Kickstarter Korean MMO <laughs> that was already out for years. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, so I I this paid is the problem like, with Kickstarter. I paid one of the founder pack prices or whatever, and since Hashtag I GamerGate, it's a <laughs> yeah, really, it's a free to play MMO. But since, like, you can buy a patron status every month and that gets you preferential treatment for the queues and stuff. So a friend of mine actually spent 11 hours yesterday waiting in a queue. Like, she actually left it running, 
went and had dinner, cleaned up her house, hung out with her boyfriend, watched a movie, then came back, and it was almost So wait, you're telling me she had, like, a wonderful, enriching day? Yeah, while waiting for this MMO. As opposed to sitting on her computer playing an MMO Yeah, no, Yeah, no, it it sounds like the greatest thing. But then I was talking to her today, actually, and she was just like, no, I bought patron status, so it cuts that down now. Because like the Wait, cute Patri- times are ridiculous. I ha- I had a great time with my boyfriend. We watched a movie. I had a good dinner, and it sucked. I'm gonna make sure that doesn't happen again. <laughs> right. So it actually does like change the wait time quite a bit. It usually takes about one to two hours if you pay, sort of thing. So is John, this, is this okay, game so with flat out patron status? Yeah. Like, how <laughs> much does it cost to even buy into this game then? Like right off the bat, just flat out free. Right off the bat, free if you want to, but you'll be probably spending 12 hours waiting to get into right. it. Yeah, if you pay nothing, it's double middle finger. If you're paying a bit, it's only one middle finger. <laughs> sure. Let's, that, let's yeah, go with that. That's, that seems weird to kind of pay for an optimized experience in a way. No, that, what? No, that makes sense. Well, yeah. I mean, that's how life works. Yeah, well, okay, so like usually you pay for like better gear, stuff like that, not for like less loading. That's that's a little strange. It's only it's because they don't have a whole lot of servers. Like where WoW probably had like fifty, they have I think eight. Sort of well, thing. It's the same thing of like you go to a sports game. If you pay better, you're gonna get in like the better the better seats. seats. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna get closer to the action. Yeah, no, it's true. And if they only have a cert a set number of people that can they can allow in, it's gonna be like, hey, give me a bit more. You know, grease the wheels. I'll get you in there. Yeah, but you're still paying to still wait in a queue to join. John, vote with your money and don't play it. All right. Why, <laughs> why do you hate Korea? He I, doesn't need to pay money to play it. I also don't like MMOs, so. Yeah, John, why do you hate Korea? <laughs> because I don't like MMOs, obviously. That's the answer. That's obviously why. Hashtag yeah. Gamergate. Oh, Jesus really? Christ. Really, Sean? <laughs> Twice. <laughs> I can't help you. you guys. Just keep hitting all the topics. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Arcage, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I kind of like it because it's a, uh, it's like a big open world sandbox type MMO. Like you can build houses, you can steal from other people and kill them. Like you can kind of do whatever you want. And it's kind of cool, but it's um. Maybe unnecessarily complicated. I like how they do the class system where you can choose between three skill trees to combine together to make one class instead of just choosing a class and then, like, what your specialization is. So, like, for example, in another MMO, you might choose, like, a knight or warrior class and then say, like, one of the skill trees is, like, a berserker one and another one will be, like, a defender one and another one might be, I don't know, some weird, like, hybrid of the two or something. This is kind of like... You choose what the three different skill trees you want, and that determines what class you are. So there's actually like 120 variations of class you can make. Okay, that's actually really cool. Yeah, so as of right now, I think I have Battle Rage as my one skill tree, Defender as another skill tree, and uh, whatever the one for Auras is. So I can't remember what my class is called. It's something weird. It's but it's Hot Cats. (laughs) Hotcats.com. <laughs> but you, you can yeah, theoretically the be podcast, like spell fencers and shit, right? Everyone move over to hotcats.com oh slash top-down perspective for the after show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Sorry, John, were you saying something? <laughs> so you could theoretically be stuff like a spell fencer or like oh, a, ma- a magician, yeah. like tank, stuff like that. A magician. <laughs> I just like the, like, I just the, imagine I want to be a talks. really buff magician. That's what I want. Yeah. Ma- magic tank. So the skill sets you can choose from are battle rage, sorcery, archery, vitalism, occultism, shadow play, defense, auromancy, witchcraft, and songcraft. So you can put those, or any one of Starcraft. those together. Starcraft. Yeah, that's you like a Warcraft singing class. You could be a singing warrior. Yeah. Minecraft. I'm trying to <laughs> craft dinner. Craft dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and I found out my class combination is called abolisher. Apparently, Ooh. so like, yeah, there's a whole bunch of different ones you can make by combining them, and yeah, you can from there you would choose the different skills you want out of each tree, and you can. There's like a huge number of combinations, and it's 120 unique classes I'm reading here. So yeah, that number was correct. But anyways, yeah, that's an extraordinarily complicated, convoluted game. But I kind of love it so far. I don't know. I, I kind of love that the chat is talking about mac and cheese now. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Hashtag craft dinner, craft gate, craft services. <laughs> yep. Anyways, that's all I've been playing. That's it. All right. John. Yo. What have you been playing? Lethal League. Hey, I played some Lethal League. What'd you think? Um, I don't... I Either I'm not very good at it, or it's... You can just button mash, kind of. You're not very good at it. I I won my games online. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay. One-on-one on one or free-for-all? One-on-one. Okay. Who'd you play as? Everyone. That's the right answer. <laughs> I just tried each person. Like, all right, here's the here's the tactic. Just jump and run towards the ball and hit the attack button as fast as you can. Over and over and over again. Okay. And then usually you'll win. That's how I did it. How, what was the fastest you got the ball to? Uh, I know I got the achievement for 100. All right. Whatever the u- units are. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. know what the units are. It goes up to a million. I will say... So. I saw, yeah, I looked at the other achievements and I was like, wow, because I thought it was already going pretty fast. But I don't like the the alligator because he's slow. The, but his special is really cool. They're all the same speed. No, he felt slow. Like, he, he moved slow. I thought he did, at least. I'm pretty sure they all move the same speed, roughly. I haven't sat down and, like, thought about it, so. Okay, maybe, I don't know. I felt I thought he felt slow. Maybe I'm crazy. I like his special attack, though. The putting the ball in his mouth? Yeah, and then just shooting it out wherever you want. It's pretty solid, actually. So, uh, was there any other characters that you really liked? No one really stuck out. Like, again, I don't, I'm don't. i not very good at it. I didn't spend mm. enough time with it. So they all just kind of seemed the same to me. I did briefly look up like what the differences were. And they're way too in-depth for the differences and stuff. So I was just like, I'm not reading this. This would take forever. All right, fair enough. Did you try the single player at all, like the the challenge mode? No, I didn't even see that. I saw it's it's weird. It's buried under extras, but that's what? like the, the, okay, the, that's the probably single. Why I didn't see it. It's that's the single. Because the first of the option game. is just like play against bots. Hmm. Yeah, right? like the list yeah. is like online versus extra options. Okay, 
I should get, I should try some challenge mode. What are the challenges like? Uh, it's it's basically like classic mode in Smash Brothers. So it's like, all right, your character versus Raptor. Oh, it's just a baseball like, game. Like arcade. Yeah, it's basically arcade mode. You get like two continues, and you have to just go through the whole game. Okay. Does it do like the fighting game thing of when you win, you get a short bio about the person? No. Um, now that I think about it, you don't really get anything for winning besides the achievement. Okay. My favorite stage, I didn't play all the stages, but there's this one that has some kind of vehicle in the background. Yes, that is the best track. That is the best track in the game, in my opinion. The music is so good. It's so good. Now, uh, the whole soundtrack is available on their website, and apparently that song is from another game. Oh, what game? Uh, Zombies or something like that. Zombies game? Uh, Yeah, it says Zombies. Corporate Life the lifeline simulator i've got i'm i've got it open here now corporate lifestyle simulator zombies it's not a, it's weird because it's not a game that that studio made because they've only made one other game and it's like megaton punch or something like that okay i don't know any of these games so yeah they're all like small like fighting type games but they're they're good i i still enjoy lethal league i finally beat the challenge mode the other day I hope I didn't. I, I didn't experience any leg, which was cool, but I couldn't tell if that was just like a host advantage or just maybe the person on the other end was getting horrible leg because of me, and I was just <laughs> lucking out. Were you? And maybe in, that's why I won. Were you in the player one slot? Yes. Okay, then yeah, you would have been hosting. So I couldn't tell if it was just wow, no leg, or if I was just seeing the best side, and there was a guy across the world just screaming at me. So I understand lots of people play Candyman. Candyman's pretty good. Candyman's all right. Yeah, super shot's kind of tricky. Yeah, it's fucking weird. <laughs> That's for sure. Just goes through the wall, pops out the other side. Sometimes the, the playing Candyman, I'm not even expecting it to do that. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think my favorite character is still uh, Switch, the skateboarding robot. Okay, why? Why do you like him? Um, Teach me. His super is one of the better ones. <clears throat> Basically, um. No matter what the ball speed is, if you double jump when you've got your meter full, you'll do a kickflip. And if it catches the ball, it'll like hold on to it for a split second and then change the direction randomly. So you don't have to hit it, you just have to jump into it? Yeah. Well, that's cool. You still gotta hit it with the skateboard, so like but it's like the bottom half of your body. As long as the bottom half of your body touches the ball while you're doing the kickflip. Just he says he yells like switch flip and then the ball suddenly just starts going in whatever direction you were holding. <laughs> So it's a good way That's to counter cool. people like instantly. Hmm. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's fun. The online's still solid. <clears throat> um, there's some random hiccups. We didn't have the best of luck when we streamed it and we tried to play online. We had a couple rounds, but too much downtime for getting a match set up for my liking for on a stream. Sure. Okay. Other than that, I played 100% Orange Juice. Game's so good. Oh man. It's so it's I, fun and so aggravating at the exact same time. It's just like Jap- the most Japanese Mario Party. It, That's what that it is. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> Even though Mario Party's already sounds great. Japanese. So it's basically just the board game aspect of Mario Party without the mini games. Except there's kind oh. of mini games because like you fight enemies and like other players. Yeah, they're like little random battles instead of mini games, yeah. I guess. It's more like Mario Party meets Dokapon. If you ever played Dokapon. Yeah, it is actually no. like Dokapon for sure. 
So the idea is that you need to get to level six to win, and you level up by getting either a certain amount of stars or a certain amount of kills, or as they call them, wins. So you could get one win by fighting the random enemies on the board, two wins by killing another player, and three wins by killing the boss. But like when you get wins, you also steal stars from people. If you kill a player, you get half their stars. Obviously, if you get killed, you lose half. Uh, enemies on the board, they pile up any stars that they steal from anyone they kill, and then like you get all that when you kill them. But there's all these like random cards you deal out. Uh, before a game starts, you put in 10 cards into your hand, and you submit it to the deck. The deck is made up of everyone's hands, and then they just shuffle them all out. So you can get cards that other players put in. And there's all like these trap cards you put down on the board, all like these special event things. Uh, every character that you has like its own special hyper car that does something good. It's it's kind of an interesting game. There's all these random effects on the board too. Like you can have it set up so that uh, a random trap's put down on the board like every couple of turns. Everyone takes damage every five turns. Uh, a bunch of random enemies appear every couple of turns. Stuff like that. So it's it's an interesting game but the only thing that sucks is to unlock more characters you need to play the single player mode and the ai kind of cheats in that game because it's a very luck based game single player mario party is the worst yeah thankfully if you hold down shift to control and it says this in the manual but uh one of my friends luca was nice enough to tell me this it speeds up the game to like six times speed okay so you can just jam through it super fast hmm okay but I don't know. It's fun. It's good if you have a, four human players. It can still be <laughs> aggravating at times because you'll be you'll be like set up to win, and then something will happen right before you get to your home base, and then you have to like start from scratch essentially all over. Well, again. a boss will punch all the stars out of you. That's what too. will happen. A boss yeah. <laughs> or like a random event or like someone used their mm -hmm. superpower and killed you, or you rolled a one when you attack someone, but then they rolled an eight when they attack you. Stuff like that. This luck thing makes me think of um, We Party You or whatever it was. Mm. We You Party. Yeah. Well, that's because that's, that that's made by the Mario Party guys. It's, it's worse. Mario Party's not that great already. <laughs> I kind of agree, but yeah. that's fine. You got to be in the mood for it, but I don't know. I've been you having you have to play, play with friends, too. Like, that, yeah. Yeah. Sure. And this is like the only Mario Party type game that actually has online, so. Yeah, how does Mario Party not have online yet? Because Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. okay. Pretty much. It's, okay, yeah. And on top of that, I played the Smash Brothers 3DS demo. So is this for, like, can anyone get this? Uh, as of tomorrow, anyone can get it. As of tomorrow? Okay, so how did you get it? Uh, Club Nintendo Platinum members from last year. Mm -hmm. uh, random ones got sent an email today, or like not today, back on like Friday. So if you had Club Nintendo status, had registered a 3DS, and were set to receive emails from Nintendo, it would show up in your inbox. Oh, okay. What a good use of a demo. Keep in mind, this is just a timed early demo. So Club Nintendo Platinum members get the demo a week early, then everyone else gets the demo tomorrow. Just isn't the point of the demo to like help sell your game? Yeah, but it's Smash Brothers. So and it's Nintendo. To everyone. Nintendo yeah, no, doesn't it's... need help to sell anything. It's Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> they really, they really don't. I, I'm with Paul. 
Nintendo needs all the help it can get. <laughs> That's not at all what I said. I thought you, you, were you I said Nintendo doesn't need help to sell anything. I, I thought you were being sarcastic. Were you not? No, I'm, I wasn't. Of course they do. They're like losing right now. They're so not in a good spot. No, they're losing Aren't because they come up with systems that are gimmicky, but their games still sell crazy. Haven't they sold more systems than Xbox Ones? Or like, like Have, I don't really? I don't know. I guess I, we'll find out. I, in a I bit. actually, I believe they're actually <laughs> second place currently this generation. I'm pretty sure we have the numbers today, okay. so we'll find out in a bit anyway. Yeah, okay. Well, I don't know, just every, like, four months we get a report, oh, Nintendo's doing pretty bad. Well, I mean, so. they got Smash Brothers coming out. Smash Brothers sold a million in Japan alone last when it came out, so. I'm not saying Smash Brothers aren't going to do gangbusters. I'm just saying, when it comes to a demo, everyone, like, let everyone play your demo. You're trying to sell your game with the demo. And I'm trying to tell you, they just did an early access demo for people. The actual demo is still coming out tomorrow. Like, again, just, if you have a demo, let everyone play it. If if, if I was a game developer, and I wanted people to hear about my game, Sh- I would Sean, you're missing the share... point! No, you're there... missing the point. If I was a game developer, and I wanted people to know about my game, and I had a demo, I wouldn't just give it to a couple people and be like, oh, you're special. I'd be like, hey, everyone, 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 everyone play my demo so you can buy my real game. Sean, it's Smash Brothers. Everyone knows. No one needs to play a demo of Smash Brothers to decide if they're going to buy it. Let's be real here. I, I don't think Nintendo can be cocky when it comes to anything anymore. Smash Brothers. I'm... Smash Brothers is going to sell like hotcakes. I'm with you on that. I'm just saying, it, when it comes to demos of games... The demo is also coming out three weeks before the game. People still get nope. to play it. They yeah. just right. wanted to do something what? special for Platinum members. That's it. It's a week difference, Sean. I get what you're saying, but it's a week agree difference. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. <laughs> Like we're just not going to find common ground on this. One thing I did want to get to real quickly, though, in the chat, where's this guy? Um, uh, Fruit Puncher, yeah. We- no. um, Homely Waffle says, Sean, if you still care, Odafest did have a How to Flirt panel one year. I told you I wasn't crazy. I knew it existed. Amazing. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was going to say, Fruit Puncher said, so- Wii U's currently sold 7 million, PS4 10 million, Xbox One 5 million. I thought wow, that, I thought I thought that's, that's what you surprising. were referring to. So yeah, Nintendo is currently second just in this generation. But yeah, uh, Smash Brothers demo. You play as five characters. You can only play versus mode against AI, and if other people have the demo, against people. But there's no online in the demo, and the only mode is literally two minute matches of Smash. So it's Smash Brothers. Yeah, I. Everyone's getting Smash Brothers. Yeah. So. See? Yeah. I I really feel like they really didn't need to put out the demo, but I mean, get hype, I guess. I'm, yeah, I'm sure they didn't need to, for sure. My my problem it's, is all the modes I want to play and all the characters I want to play are not available in the demo, so I have no interest in the demo, really. Let's try, they're trying to hide it from you. Well, here's the funny thing. Like... It's all the menus of the actual game, but like they gray out everything you can't access, but you can still see what's there. So like, oh, yeah, they tease you. Yeah, so like, yeah. oh, there's the online mode which I can't access. There's the uh, single player mini games I can't access. There's classic mode I can't access. 
There's yes, all the characters. Like, I gotta get. Yeah, look at all the stuff I'm gonna get when I buy the game. Yeah, I know that. That's that makes sense. That's actual like designing a demo, but I already knew I was gonna get Smash Brothers. So. Okay. Well, you didn't have to play the demo. Right? I know. Okay. But they gave it to me for free a week early, so why not? So is it is it is it fun? Are you super excited? Are you more excited now? I, the only thing I'm, I'm iffy about is playing it on the 3DS because it doesn't feel the same as playing it on like a proper controller and for like or on a TV. Did you break your circle pad? No, not yet. Okay, I saw photos of that. So I'm pretty sure the people who did that were probably going crazy because I saw some people broke their circle pads on Animal Crossing of all things. Okay. What? How would you do that? I, there are pictures out there. Kotaku did an article, I believe, where it was just like, here's a bunch of broken people playing 3DS, like Smash Brothers. And then here's it's a picture. It's so much fun, they can't contain their grip. They just gotta, they gotta grip the system harder. It's a little weird doing Smash attacks. I found myself doing more tilts than Smashes. And that was weird to get used to, but I'm sure once I play it enough, once it comes out, it'll be fine. What's a tilt? A tilt attack is when you're just kind of holding a direction on the stick and do an attack. And then a smash and attack a smash? is it, no. Uh, a smash is when you like mash the stick and hit the attack button. So you know, like, the, it, are they different attacks? Yes. Okay. Yeah, each character has a, a tilt attack and a smash attack for each direction. All right. All right. I, okay. Cool. Yeah. Everyone's gonna buy Smash Bros. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll talk about Smash Bros. in the future. Did you play anything else? No, that's it. Cool. Um, so I already talked about Lethal League. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of Late and Right. You seem to be getting late. into it too. You keep going on Twitter oh and be like, God. "This is getting so good now." And I, I'm, no, I'm actually yeah, really glad like, to hear that. This, like, as soon. First off, John, you said you heard bad things. I don't. I'm worried because I don't want it to get bad. Mm -hmm. But so far, I haven't found anything. All bad. right, that makes me feel good hearing that. It's there's so many cool things happening in this game, like. I don't know if it's because I was so bummed out with the Leighton from earlier this year. And this is kind of hitting things properly. Like, big difference, first off, one of my problems with um, Azran Legacy was just the whole, you're traveling all over the world. So there was no sense of place. There was no sense of, like, one core mystery, kind of. You kept doing all these little, like, side jobs. Like, you'd go to a new area, and then you got to solve the mystery in that area. Then you go to a different area, and then you solve the completely different mystery in that one. This one, it's like a central mystery. You're in one town. It's really similar to like the first Layton where you're in one town the entire time and there's a mystery surrounding this entire town. So there's such a great sense of place and, you know, totality to this one mystery you're going against. So that first off, that's great. Music's still fantastic. And then it's so it's been a while since I played Phoenix Wright. Maybe it's special for me because I didn't play the last like five or six Phoenix Wright games. I've only played the first one. And it was last year, I think it was. Um, but having those characters back and hearing that music again is just like, oh, yeah, I totally remember loving Phoenix and that girl. I forget her name. <laughs> Maya, is it? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, and like, I totally forgot how passive aggressive Phoenix is all the time when he's talking to just the worst witnesses ever. And you're getting upset at these witnesses and they're talking about silly things. And Nick's doing that face where he's like, or whatever it is. The, the droopy and face. It's just awesome. Yeah, and he's just thinking to himself, I 
how does that have anything to do with what I just asked? And you're like, this is great. This is so funny. And and what's great is like, so it's about like the witch trials. And you straight up see a person get burned to death. Oh, geez. Okay. Three times. What? Three, like yeah. the same no, person three th- times or three no, different witches? No, three different people. This is like the first five hours of the game. Three different people get burned alive. Like, the game is somewhat dark. Like, it's not holding any punches back. It's like, it's just like, this is totally awesome. This is really, I am super invested in what's going on. And if I don't save this person from the witch trial, she's going to get burned to death too. I just saw another person get burned to death. So, I'm having a ton of fun. Um, I feel like the going back and forth between the two things seems a bit like just kind of shoehorned together. Like, like it straight up just goes, you're playing Professor Layton. Now you're playing Phoenix Wright. Now you're playing Professor Layton. So it hasn't like melded very nicely for me. Um, but, you know, maybe that'll change in the future. I don't know. I'm only about seven hours in. I've done like two trials. I'm in the middle of my second trial, but it's a long one. And yeah, it's I'm having I'm having so much fun with it. So it's really great. Johnny should play it. I probably will. Uh, I've got that and Theater of Them to play now, so I'll probably play right. a couple rounds of Theater of Them, then go to Layton for a bit. So I'm more or less caught yeah. up on the work I wanted to get done. So now it's now I can actually do it. Nice. Right. Right. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's a. If you like Professor Layton or you like Phoenix Wright, you'll definitely like this because it has everything you're looking for. So I, I'm so far definitely recommending that game and great game to play for a couple hours before bed. Uh, that's all I was, uh, that's all I can talk about that I've been playing this week. Surprise secrets. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, more to talk about next week, but why don't we move on to the little bit of news? All right. Mm-hmm. The Tokyo Game Show is happening right now. Oh, snap. Sweet. <laughs> the only news that I've, like, followed that came out of that is, uh, Swery65, main man behind... Deadly Premonition. Uh, his new Xbox One game, D4, comes out tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, somewhere that I can hear Nathan a... just like squealing with joy. He does, does he have an Xbox One? I don't know. No, don't he doesn't. So. Um, yeah, so... Exactly. Um, that was just kind of came out of nowhere. So, that's kind of weird. Yeah. But, I like Story 65, so I hope that game's good. It's episodic. I seem to recall... And it's no longer connect uh, specific, I think. Well, that's so, good. That's good to hear. I, I remember originally it was just for connect, but then I read something you can play with a controller now and stuff. So cool. Anyway, uh, that comes out tomorrow. That's another mm-hmm. news thing. Did you guys see the picture of the Oni Chambara booth? <laughs> yeah, <at the> Tokyo <laughs> Game Show. Yes, yes. Now, okay, for those who don't know, Paul, why don't you paint us a word mm. picture? <laughs> Uh, you put your head in their in the tits on the thing. That's that's a good word picture. <laughs> yeah, they have like a huge, giant size, like basically like you know torso up of one of the <clears throat> of one of the bikini girls. And then, if you want to play the demo, you have to stick your head inside of their boobs because the TV's inside of the boobs. So you're like leaning into it because you know yep. Japan. So good. That's- that's, oh my gosh, that's that is so crazy. 
You know what the so sad dumb. thing is? I wouldn't be surprised if we saw that exact same thing in E3 if that game ever makes it stateside. I, like, I hope not. I don't know, man. Like, that, <laughs> It's just, what's so bizarre is, like, every week I'm seeing, like, more and more articles about, like, hey, you know, like, feminism. Yeah, we should, like, empower women in the <laughs> video game industry. And, like, then this happens, and this is, like, the worst thing. I'm seeing if I can find a picture of the booth for the stream. But, yeah. It's, uh... uh I know I retweeted one earlier. I don't know if... Oh, okay. That'll help me. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, earlier today. So... <laughs> so dumb. Yeah. It's... Like, it's it's almost, like, magical in just how far they went with this. Y- yeah. Magical might be the word. Sure. Is that the word we're going to use for this? Sure. <laughs> it can't be any worse than any other word I'd use, I guess. True. All right, let's Honestly, see. I haven't uh, been following Tokyo Game There we Show go. There it is. There you go, stream. That's the. <laughs> that's what it is right there. God, it's so fucking stupid. <laughs> but it's like it's almost like it's amazing how stupid it is. It's like, a, it's a so cultural su- thing. They don't really have that. I'm just that. so surprised how far they went mm. that way. Like. Hmm. It's almost like they were just like, hey, we can one-up you. And it's like, no one's asking you to one-up us. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. yeah, I haven't been following much of TGS. I don't know if there's any other big news. Uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen had a Oh, trailer. there was a new trailer. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's really nice looking Dude. graphically. I, there I'm was a new trailer for PT. Kind of interested in both, actually. The trailer they had for PT <laughs> was really cool. Yeah. Do you want to describe it? What would be the best way to describe that? Uh, it was basically like... Just scream. Just scream into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Solid description. Uh, like you're walking down like another hallway, kind of like the actual, like the PT demo that came out. But then you see this ball bouncing against this door. And then when, as you get near it, the door opens. <clears throat> uh, and then the ball rolls in and it turns into a head. And it's, and it's Hideo Kojima. I, I don't think it was actually. But like then like a, goes, a metal gear, a bug comes out of the, like the mouth of the head and then like bugs start coming out of the wall and trying to grab you. So you run down or I guess casually walk down the hallway rather. And then you find like this ghost like crying and then a giant arm comes in and like grabs them and starts chasing you. So you run down this hallway that's like morphing and stuff like that. And you watch this door slam into the wall from like one end of the hallway to another. And then the door opens into another room. And, like, you're being chased by the giant arm. You walk down, and then it's just, like, Silent Hills just comes on screen. People are saying, oh, yeah, there was, another, there was a Metal Gear Solid Five trailer. Mm. Uh, Final Fantasy XIII is coming to PC for 15 bucks. Uh, yeah, all 13, three of the 13 games are coming to PC. Yeah, the, next, the following two are coming in spring. Thanks for the help, chat. <laughs> yeah. It just seems like a lot of, like, here's trailers for games that are already announced kind of sure yeah that's what i was noticing mm-hmm. um but hey the big news that happened in the last week we talked about the rumors on the last episode but microsoft officially bought minecraft for 2.5 billion dollars <laughs> yep mm-hmm. and, and uh, notch has left as well as the other two company founders notch somehow gets richer what I thought was re- really interesting is Microsoft said in their statement that they plan to break even by like January 2016. Was it no, January? I thought it was June. Yeah. 
June. Sorry, so in June twenty like nine months. Mm-hmm. No, twenty sixteen. They will. Oh, sixteen. Sure. I thought it was fifteen. No, sixteen. Okay, then never mind. Oh, which yeah. should just go to show you how much money Marcus already had sure. from Minecraft. If Microsoft is so confident that two point five billion is like a drop in the bucket of what they will make in the future. He was always one of the so, top bids for charity events that he participated in, so I'm sure he had the dude had money. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so he in uh Notch's uh like kind of letter saying goodbye and whatnot, it just kind of sounded like a man who was tired. Sure. He just wanted like some privacy. Yeah. He, and he said he's gonna go back to just doing like small things, Lindum Dare or however you pronounce it. Luminadare or something. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, yeah. yeah um, that. Small game jams. And he says like, you know, if anything I make gets that big again, <clears throat> sorry, gets that big again, I'm just going to leave it immediately. No, Sean, I went through that article. Uh, it actually does say June 30th, 2015 is when they're expecting to break even. So it is next year. Oh, I could have sworn it was 2016. It says right at the bottom. All right. I thought I was even hearing on other places 2016. I, that's I, mean, I, I feel like that's why I, it's so surprising because it's less than a year. They're yeah, to make he's back for sh- they're billion. for sure going to make it back by 2016. That's no yeah. doubt. That actually seems reasonable. Well, when you get up to billions of dollars, my concept of money just kind of grays together, right? That is an, that is a, that is an amount of money that doesn't exist to me. Right, it doesn't exist. That's Yeah, yeah that's just math numbers up there. Yeah. yeah. Once you get past a certain number of zeros, it's all the same number now. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, um, anyway, yeah. What do you, what do you guys like? Microsoft has said you know they're going to continue, or I don't think they've said it, but it's pretty obvious they're going to continue bringing Minecraft to every <clears> other <throat> platform. They're not going to stop it, which makes sense. Of course. Yeah. So. Yay. <laughs> Yeah, like my Minecraft is a platform. It would be silly not to. Exactly. And yeah, for yeah. sure. Hopefully they don't screw it up. Who knows what's going to happen? I have no idea. But that w- one interesting um, comparison I saw someone tweet out was that's more than half the price that Star Wars was bought for. And just comparing Minecraft to all of Star Wars. Jesus Christ. Okay. If you just think about it that way sure. of like, yeah. So, uh, Grand Theft Auto Five comes to PlayStation Four and Xbox One in November. The PC version in January. Um, and then two news stories from uh, the audience that sent in. First one. So I haven't read these. I just thought they were amusing. Hatsume Miku is going to be on David Letterman. Amazing. Okay. A Vocaloid. Um, why? Yeah. For for those who don't know what Hatsume Miku is. She's a fake pop star, yes. anime pop star. Yeah. <laughs> um. So if you want to watch her, it looks like October 11th and 12th. Wait, that's two ridiculous. Days on no, David Letterman. So, sorry, she has a bunch of live shows. Where's the David Letterman? Of course she does. Why not? Yeah. Um. <laughs> she's gonna be on national TV performing on the Late Show with David Letterman on October 8th. According to the Hatsume Miku Expo. Wait, what? <laughs> yep. There's an expo there's just a convention. for Vocaloids? Holy crap. MikuExpo.com. October oh, 9th man, to 19th. The entire background of MikuExpo.com is just her dancing and like fans 
drawing pictures of her. Uh, oh my gosh. Amazing. Okay. It's coming to Los Angeles. Oh man, I could go to this. Do it. October 11th and 12th. I could see your live concert. You sound really excited about this. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how much tickets are. Let's, let's look this up. Please actually go and report back to us. That would be great. <laughs> it would be pretty good. Oh, actually. you know, the prices are only somewhere between $55 and $125. That's it? Shiza. That's actually not bad for a concert. Yeah, that's, that's not. terrible for a fake for, person. This person isn't real. To be I, fair, I would go pay to see the gorillas. I was about to say the gorillas probably would be even more than that. Yeah, gorillas would I'm probably not start going to Los 80. Angeles to watch Hatsune Miku. That's fair. There was a guy on the train this week playing Hatsune Miku on his Vita, <laughs> and then he stopped playing. I it, read that. And then he turned Hatsume Miku on his iPhone on and listened to it for the rest of the train ride. That's so good. Um, and the last bit of news story. This is also pretty funny. The Mario and Luigi Dream Team <laughs> Miiverse apparently had a bug in it a while back that was patched. Yeah. But if you didn't get the bug, so if you don't have version one point one. You can somehow upload images from the web browser to it. So I guess that community is just full of cleavage pics now. No, here's the funny thing. I read an article about what people were posting. It was all like clean pictures. It was like Disney's Cory in the house. Mm-hmm. No, like I'm looking at the article and they're saying, you know, Cory in the house picture is here. But I specifically retweeted yeah. one of just like model lady, and I oh, can't remember what oh, the caption 100% was. Hundred percent like Eva Longoria or something. No, like that. it was Kate Upton. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, oh, yeah. percent more was, Kate Upton. Yeah, the comment was: "This community now has one hundred percent more Kate Upton in it." <laughs> I'm gonna find that tweet and retweet it. <laughs> there it is. Anyway, I thought that was just pretty funny. Um, the internet's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes it is. <laughs> all right. Um, let's go into all of these questions. Oh, man, email time. We have a lot. Email questions. We got a lot. Let's, let's uh, go through this. Oh, sweet. Uh, okay. Topdownperspective at gmail.com is the email address. You can also tweet at us your questions uh, at TDP Podcast or through Facebook. Just search Top Down Perspective. Mm-hmm. all right let's rotate through i'll take the first one this one comes from i didn't get his name nice great that's a great Got to a good start okay <laughs> um you guys read the second one i'm gonna get this guy's name because that would be rude all right paul you want to take it or me the second one okay yeah to the three of you <laughs> are there any I, I, I think they meant they meant chilling Oh, like completely? Yeah, just go to the second person. Oh, the second person, the sure. Well, okay, well then John should take this because it starts with him. All right. This one comes to us from Chillin. John, what other ideas from this blog post did you plan to do? And I have to click the blog post. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. Uh, the name of the, the per- person with the first one was Sean. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay (laughs) what is this blog post about okay uh so what other ideas from this blog post did you plan to do uh this is the blog post from last week where we were talking uh the live action superman 64 stuff i was gonna do yeah the movie 
Yeah. I remember you telling me about that in person and just being like, this is dumb enough it could work. I know. That's why it was <laughs> such a good idea because it was so dumb. It would have been B-movie at best. Yeah, And that's for sure. like what I would have wanted. Um, I have no idea because this is four years ago. I want to try something different. I'm just reading this here. It says, Toying with some new ideas lately to publish after Superman, some non-LP ideas. Heaven forbid I shake up and annoy subs of putting up something that is an LP or involving gameplay. Uh, Speed Gamers ad was enough of that. But I want to do something different on top of the usual. Oh, uh, the You Should Play and Avoid series. That was one of them. Oh, okay. So that was something that's been planned for years, but I finally had an outlet for that when uh, I got asked to review those XBLA games. So yeah, cool. game reviews and stuff like that, that's something I'd planned for quite a while. But I just didn't find couldn't find a format I liked. And the the live action movie, some weird like live action stuff had come to mind, but I never did it because I don't have a good enough camera. Mm, yeah. And it would all be side projects anyway. So. There's more to that question, by the way. Oh yeah, I know a lot more. Uh, what <laughs> was this? Where the idea of the you should play an award series came from? Yes, it was. Or cookie streaming? No, that didn't come till years later. Or the beginning of the Runaway Guys. Uh, this was close to when that happened, but this was this predates it. That post predates it. Also, would you ever consider a joke game review of a really stupid game like, say, Bad Rats? Oh, fucking game. Jesus. Probably at some point I'll do a joke review. Or I'm... alternate, or horrible, or alternatively a surprisingly good Super Mario World ROM. No, no ROM hack stuff. I'm <laughs> done with that. When I saw that word, I was just like, well, that's the trigger warning right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and the red. You want to keep reading this? Yeah, because that was for Sean. Or not. Uh, Sean, I know you, John, and Nathan <laughs> were all buddies in Calgary before you all moved to different cities. And in Nathan's case, different focus on a different hobby. But I was curious to know if there was anything else to say and what stuff you guys got up to back in the day. Whether it was you. What? Whenever, Whenever it, was... it was you were the closest. Oh, closet together. No, closest. Whenever it was when you were the closest together. Okay, because oh, that that definitely it, is oh. closet. Yeah, whenever you were in the closet. Sean, together. when were you in? When were we all in the closet? I don't remember this. Uh, I I I guess I probably don't want to remember this. <laughs> it might be a good idea, apparently. And since I, I feel last week's question to you was heavy enough, turns out it wasn't. <laughs> I didn't ask then. So where can I find your game reviews? Do you do any other journalistic articles or even videos? Uh, my game reviews are all up on comicbookbin.com. Um, I, I generally tweet them out and mention them on the show. Uh, other journalistic articles? No, I don't. That's about all the writing I do. And yeah, I don't really do any videos. It's mainly top-down perspective. So. And was there uh, anything? Did you have anything to say about what we got up to back in the day? <laughs> in the closet. Well, I think you. you <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like most of what we did together, we talk about. So like we played board games a lot. Um, you guys all worked, worked together. together. So yeah, like, yeah. I yeah. Your, whatever you did manager. at work, I guess. I'm trying to think if there was any funny things we consistently did at work or something. I don't know. Anything coming to mind for you? There was the time that all of us bought Pokemon. Like all, like five or six of us in the store were all playing Pokemon at the same time, like connecting Pokewalkers and stuff. Okay, yeah, we did that. That was a uh, heart gold, soul silver. Yeah, soul silver. 
I'm trying to think of what else. Remember, Nathan and I were the only two people that bought the two copies of Deadly Premonition that came in. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember you used to put music on the stereo system all the time because we had like a little iPod it, dock hidden in the back. And it, it was your dock. <laughs> yeah, which I left to the store and then apparently like I got thrown out like when the manager no, switched again. I, I remember what, uh, yeah, one of the managers didn't like it and Nathan was like, um, and he was going to like get rid of it. And Nathan was like, oh, that's John's. I'll just give it back to him. I don't. Did you get so you should have that. I don't think I do. Nathan has Nathan actually has told that. me this story and said that he gave it back to you. So well, maybe okay. he didn't. I, yeah, I feel like I would remember getting that speaker dock back. Oh, I've got a good story. I don't know if you were specifically part of it. I know Dan was. Dan and I, we we uncovered a shrink wrap machine. <laughs> Oh yeah. Proceeded to shrink wrap everything we could get our hands <laughs> I like, on. I like how you say you discovered it, but it was sitting on the desk in the back room. It's like the part of the job. <laughs> it was like covered in shit. Because like, we never was... needed to use it. Exactly, yeah. Until we did need to use it. And what did we shrink wrap? Actually, that stereo thing you were talking about, we shrink wrapped that. <laughs> okay, now I'm 100% shrink- certain I didn't get my stereo back. We shrink wrapped the phone, and then we shrink wrapped the phone to the receiver, <laughs> and then we waited till someone else was working with us, and then we called the phone. <laughs> Amazing! What the hell? Um, Th- this was after I then, was gone, right? Because I don't remember. This. I don't. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure I, I was not someone, in the store anymore. Someone else that was working there left their jacket or their gloves or something, or their like lanyard or something. So we shrink wrapped all that for them to get when they came in in the morning. Uh, yeah, we just was like anything that could fit on the shrink wrap thing. We shrink wrapped. Shrink wrap machines are awesome. That's all I can think of. There's a story for the week. <laughs> yeah, they are awesome. Okay. You're right. I will read the uh, first email. Yes. Okay. This is from Sean. He writes uh, two questions. First one, John. Yo. You should make time to visit Texas. <laughs> get in contact with Brit and get to Texas. Texas. That's not even a question. <laughs> I've been to Texas. I've been to Dallas a couple times. All right. Thank you for answering that question. Um, question two. Uh, to the three of us, are there any particular games in your backlog that you really, really want to get to? John, this is your favorite question. Mm, all of them. See exhibit A, which is John's entire background. back. Yeah, exactly that game <laughs> i feel like you could just like throw a dart backwards and it would hit a game that you haven't started I kind, you know what um let's try this theory but how are you gonna know what it hit mass effect 2 yeah yeah oh, there mass you effect go 2. the best one <laughs> that's the best one it was also the easiest game? one to hit because it's like two or three games wide yeah um, fair enough more of the phoenix Wright games i've mentioned the second in um the um, uh, was it VLR? Sorry, what's it called? The nine 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 series. I can't even remember the name of it right now. Oh, and yeah, last. VLR, Virtual's Last Reward. Yeah. yeah. So the second one in that, I really want to play. Those are probably the two that come to mind the most that I'm always getting bugged about. Cool. What about you, Paul? No, because if there was, I would just play it. Okay. Wow. Like you well, missed I'm, a big I shot. Mean, hey, uh, Paul, have you played Ghost Trick? 
I don't have it. I don't own it. You should play Ghost Trick. Okay, give me a copy and I will. Have you played Asura's Wrath? Yes, I have. Not all, all the way, way through? through to completion, you though, because I don't own it. That, you should finish that game. I should. You're right. I should borrow it again. <clears throat> all right, next question. Paul, your turn. Oh, wait, wait. There was a third point to the question John was reading. Where? That's not an actual question. I actually want to know the answer to this because I don't know what the answer is. Oh, there's two. It was two lines down. That's why. I thought it was part of the next one. Same. Okay. Uh, How did I meet John and Sean? Okay. I'm trying to remember how I met Sean. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I have no idea. Um, For John, I was looking, I was talking to uh, people in the like video game scene or whatever in Calgary. And his name came up. I watched one of his videos and was like, oh, okay. And then I just messaged him. Yeah, we, we were going to do an interview and then I don't think... We anything, did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did that actually... That got posted too, you're right. That did get posted. And then there was a follow-up three years later. Because <laughs> we were just hanging out at that point, so... Right, exactly. It's like, yeah, we should probably just do this. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, um... How the fuck did I meet Sean? <laughs> I have no idea. Honestly. <laughs> Do you remember how you met Nathan? Because odds are if you met... No, I think you met Nathan and Sean at the store. I think... Did you come to the store? Yeah, because I remember the first time I met Paul in person was when we went to that Muse concert. And you yeah, came but they, the they weren't working. Uh, Those I two weren't working that night. thought Nathan was. I don't believe so. But the way I met Nathan is I listened to Top Down Perspective, this hot new podcast on the internet back in january of 2011 or whatever the hell it was and i was just like all right this video game podcast guy talks way too much about movies to not just talk about movies with me so i emailed him and we just started (laughs) doing a podcast together and i'm pretty sure sean you and i met hanging out with like these two at some point and then in person i don't think so i'm pretty sure actually that's how it was like like i I think it was a t- uh, the tabletop night or something. Yeah, like I think I asked. No, like, I definitely knew you before that. Before tabletop night. Yeah. Okay. It might have just been like a. Honestly, when I think back, you just kind of were at some point. Right. <laughs> you just existed. <laughs> right. You were there all along. I mean, the big the shadows. The big thing was like packs. We had to spend like three days together. So like. Which packs? The one, I don't know, two years ago, I guess, when we drove. No, I definitely knew you before that. No, I know. But, definitely. like, that was, like, the first time we hung out for, like, more than an hour. Oh, sure. <laughs> okay. In fact, it yeah. was 12, at least, in the car, in very close yeah. proximity. Yeah, so, yeah. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. All right, Paul, your turn. Next question. Oh, Mitchell asks, question mainly for John. We have heard Sean and Paul's opinions on the Amazon Twitch deal. But what are your opinions on the deal? Didn't we answer this last week? I th- no. I thought we did, honestly, but... I'm I'm for it. I'm just curious to see. As long as they say hands-off, like people were hoping Google were going to, then that's the main thing. I'm for it, says John, as he lifts up his shirt to reveal an <laughs> Amazon tattoo. Oh, oh no, dude, we totally <laughs> did answer this because I think what John had said is that he, would per- he preferred Amazon so Google doesn't have like a monopoly sort of thing i don't think i said that i think you said that but i I, agree with that sentiment okay (laughs) i don't think i said that but i think it now so there you go we did it 
Okay, I'm going to mix up the order and go next, because I'm not going second next. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing those. Marshmallow so. asks, what game worlds make a lot of sense to you? And then he wrote a really long no, example no. about how he, the Monster Hunter lore makes a lot of sense. Like, heavy rain because it's just real life with a crazy I was going to say Uncharted for the exact same reasons. Sure. But then there's a lot of occult stuff that kind of throws that off. Oh, yeah, then you mean those, like, big blue guys? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and the Yeti in the third game? Oh, Jesus. Uh, what were my last hands? I, lo- I want to believe that there's a city out there with cars and bikes just driving around <laughs> and going off jumps. And the only human is DJ Atomica, but you don't know where he is because he's like underground <laughs> or something. And he's just reporting to these cars. He's, he's the last surviving human. Yeah. He runs the actual underground. Like That's the, the secret. Resistance. The cars are actually searching for him. That's why they're smashing everything. At- Atomica is actually like the resistance against like the robotic cars and bikes. He's trying to get them and he killed. he taunts them by like sending his signal out through their radios. <laughs> and the cars are like, damn it, this guy's like inside me. I feel like we made a really good spin off the Terminator. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Oh, uh, Doimus says Nathan actually said that Monopoly thing. What? There's no way he would have said that. You guys didn't talk about that last week on on Pixel Response? No, because we didn't do one last week. <laughs> Never mind then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. I am 3D Horror says Driver San Francisco is super realistic. That that the story in that is surprisingly like interesting and bizarre, and that game's so good. Yeah, that's right. And I have a feeling the next one is me because yeah, that's Sean. all you. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Matt sent in the NPD numbers for the last month, so this would have been for I guess this is August. I don't see that. That was the last month. Yep, I did it. I remembered how it counts. Paul just leaves. <laughs> Bye, Paul. I miss you. Right. I'm just gonna yeah. See ya. <laughs> oh my god, guys. Okay. PS4, 190,000 systems were sold in August. Xbox One, 160,000. 3DS, 91,000. Wii U, 59,000. 360, 49.6 thousand. PS3, 27.2 thousand. Wii, 13.6 thousand consoles still sold in August. Vita, less than 6,000. No love for Vita. No. All right, the attach ratios. So how many games were bought with these systems? Wii U, 3.4 games. Xbox One, 3.23. Uh, keep in mind, like it's an actual ratio, so if people only buy one game or zero games, it throws off the number. So this is the average amount. So you'd... I'm just like, okay. It makes sense. Uh, Xbox One, 3.23, and PS4, 2.88 worth of games were bought when the system was I'm bought. I was thinking, how many people are getting a new system and not getting a game with it, but... In terms of the Wii U, they definitely are getting a game. It could be cases of people buying the console as a gift for someone and someone else is getting the game, or like they bought it in a separate transaction. This only counts same transactions. No, I understand that. I just... Okay. All right. All right. Game sales from August. Madden sold more than 1.1 million, unsurprisingly. 
PlayStation 4 outsold the Xbox One for Madden, including bundles. 35% for PS4, 27% for the Xbox One, 22% for the 360, and 16% for the PS3. Madden bundles accounted for 41,000 copies of games sold. And here's where it gets tricky. I have no idea what this means. Professor Layton versus Ace Attorney. Oh, and then there's a sad face. Sad face. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Matt, I'm gonna I just assume there's. Pasted it, I'm so. assume there's no numbers for it. <laughs> I have no idea. I just copy and pasted it. So all right. The Last of Us. I assume this is remastered edition. Sold 157,000 copies in August. Grand Theft Auto V sold more than Mario Kart 8. That's insane. I yeah, Mario Kart 8 sold 66,000. It doesn't even say what Grand Theft Auto V sold. Just more than that. Yeah. Tales of Zillia 2 sold 43,000 copies. Ultra Street Fighter 4 sold less than 22,000 copies. Diablo 3 sold less than 400,000 copies. 39% of those were PS4. 28% were Xbox One. 19% were 360. 14% were PS3. And then there's an actual question from Matt as well. With Smash Bros. coming out in a couple weeks, any idea which newcomer you'll play first? I think I'm going to play a lot of Shulk. Uh, we fit trainer. Uh, little Mac, or yeah, because I have to unlock the other one I want to play. So, oh, Mac. actually, I'm really interested in Robin. Mm. Paul, uh, are you getting it, Paul? Probably not, three, yes, but Paul? I'm gonna say Mega Man because I like Mega Man. So he's not very good in that demo, though. I don't care, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care anymore. <laughs> Paul, your turn. Oh, I'm sorry. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts on specific subjects. This is from Hank. Like one that's working through X-Men comics chronologically, or ones where each podcast is just on one episode of a TV show, like Sailor Moon or Columbo. <laughs> really, hey, dude? Hey, Columbo? Columbo's <laughs> awesome. I don't want to hear no shit. No, just, no, no, no. Like Sailor Moon or Columbo. You know, yeah, the same thing. The- Sure. The Venn diagram of Sailor Moon and Columbo fans. They meet at you, sir. Hank in, is the in, only in, one in there. In the name of the moon, just one more thing. Yeah. Just slowly. Just one more thing, I will punish you. <laughs> uh, just slowly working through the entirety of a show. If you were going to start a regular podcast that went into detail on one specific thing, what would it be? Probably video games. <laughs> <laughs> gotta be, gotta be more specific than that. Nerf guns. <sighs> There's totally a podcast. About I, Nerf I guns. guarantee there is. Probably a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. There should be. There should be. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna really Google into search the TV Nerf show Arrow podcast. right now, so I could probably be into a podcast about specific episodes. If Lost was like airing now, yeah. I would totally listen to those podcasts where they were going into specific episodes. Breaking Bad, I would have done that I for found, sure. I just found the Nerf cast with Josh and Sean. Amazing. Dude, yeah, that's my second favorite podcast. They've got 44 episodes and 32,000 plays. Like, Dude, that's a lot. Guess, it's still more popular than our podcast. I think, yeah. I think they are. <laughs> Damn it. 
They're also they're also there's on this, Podbean. So. There's this RuneScape podcast I really like listening to. Yeah. It doesn't update much anymore. <laughs> what about you, John? I, I I was half serious with the Nerf guns, actually. I, oh right, sorry, I forgot to mention there. Okay. All right, Thomas writes in. Uh, thanks for the Crypt of the Necrodancer recommendation. It's awesome. I love it. And then he gives us a tip, which I didn't know about these ones. This is great. So, by the way, if you don't know what to do with your bombs, you can always use them on the shop walls and get free 50 gold. Yep, that's true. You blow them up because they're made out of gold. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, so you can blow them up. <laughs> I knew you could break them somehow. I just didn't know how to do it exactly. Um, but also, if you get the red dragon to kill the shopkeeper with fire, you get a crown, and all the stuff in the shop is free. What? I didn't know that either, that's, and that's amazing. That seems like it would be hard to orchestrate, though. <laughs> yeah, because you basically need to, like, shepherd this dragon <laughs> into this level. guy's shop. <laughs> Can you imagine the guy's just jolly old man singing along with this pumping music and then you just come dancing in followed by this angry dragon dude that would be the best part because he like for people that haven't played or seen it the shopkeepers will sing to the music and be like oh or whatever it's just like (laughs) i just picture at least he'll go out doing what he loved yes selling things and singing to great tunes (laughs) right exactly um, and he says, "All right, it's not exactly it's not exactly an usual preview, but what do you think about the Scottish independence oh, referendum?" Holy shit, that's a <clears throat> heady topic for a video. The results are to be announced in just a few hours, and I was wondering what the a trio of Canadians think about the whole thing, especially since Quebec has tried to do something similar in the past. I'm curious to see so what's going to happen. So, you know, yeah, for those who don't know, Scotland is trying to separate. Much like in Canada, we had a province, Quebec, try to separate. Yeah. I was wondering, I never thought about this before, but when that whole Quebec thing was going on, John, were you still in Newfoundland? Yes. Okay, how would that, like, was there talk there about, like, oh, man, this is going to, like, fuck us so bad, or anything like that? I, I know a lot of people were upset about it because of the whole uh, hydroelectric power was between Quebec and U.S. <laughs> or, sorry, CNN just kicked in when I was looking at the Scottish referendum stuff. Oh. Uh between, like, Labrador and Quebec, there's, like, a whole ties with all the power there. So it would have been, like, a really weird situation to work out. But luckily, I guess, at least in our case, it didn't happen. Yeah. Also, and I just looked up the results, or at least that are currently being reported for the, uh, the whole independence thing. Right now, it is roughly 56% no, 44% yes. Yeah. So oh, that's look- closer than I thought. I knew it was a majority no beforehand. Wasn't the Quebec referendum like within two percent? It was close. I think. Like, was it? I f- I feel like I remember that. Like, it was a landslide of like sixty to forty or something. But the difference from what I understand, though, is because in our government, Quebec actually has a lot of seats, like a majority holding of the seats. Hmm. Um, whereas in the UK, Scotland actually does not. Like they apparently they get the short end of the stick a lot when it comes right. to this, so okay. that's a big difference between the two situations. So I looked up the uh, referendum results for '95. That's the one that happened. It was a lot closer one. than I thought. Uh oh. Fifty point. There was one guy. Point five eight percent said no. Forty nine point forty two said yes. 
people. There's a movie all about this. It's called Swing Vote. Is that actually? It will no. It's it's a it's about the America, but it's the same idea. Okay. So yeah, that was. I don't think it was very good. That was basically within like uh, fifty six thousand people. For people that say your vote doesn't matter, <laughs> like Jesus Christ, that was close. Yeah, like in the chat right here, Fruit Puncher. Damn, that was close. Yeah, I mean, Fruit Puncher knows what's up. He's probably honorary Canadian, if not actual Canadian. He's honorary now. And there Sean, you you're American now. We had to get, we had to bring Fruit Puncher in to We had to you. balance out of the country. We can't have the population <laughs> being off between the two. That's right. Um, anyway, yeah, I guess we'll find out. That would just be weird if it happens. I don't like change. Yeah, I kind of don't like it either. Uh, did I just read that one? Whose turn is it? John's. Um, John's? I think it's mine. That was for... Three more. Thomas's. One right. for each of us. Next one comes to us from uh, The Mirror Knight. <clears throat> Hi, guys. Have you heard of the unreleased game of Mario Spikers? If so, what do you think about it? I haven't. Okay, so this was going around... I don't know this is either. Uh, I saw this today. Uh, is it a volleyball game? Yes. It was a okay. it was a game made by uh, Next Level Games, the guys who did all the the Mario Strikers games and Punch Out and Luigi's Mansion Two. Uh, back after oh man, when they did like the reveal trailer, did it say Mario Strikers? But then the T and the R like formed together to make a P. No, because it well, there's no reveal they, there's no reveal it. trailer because Nintendo shut down the idea during development. Okay, but. Uh, Apparently, like after the Wii Strikers charged, they were gonna create a volleyball game, kind of like how they did a crazy soccer game. But this one was also gonna involve wrestling because they were gonna have all these characters do crazy super moves to take out the other players on the other team. So it was it was Wait, volleyball mixed with wrestling. Hmm. And uh, Nintendo okay. shut it down because it didn't match up with their image because it was a little too dark. Which makes sense because like Strikers it, Charge was like right on that cusp of wow, this is surprisingly dark for a Nintendo game. Isn't volleyball in the sports one, the sports compilation one? I don't remember. That has do- like hockey. That has dodgeball, hockey, basketball, and I don't remember what the fourth sport is. So maybe it is volleyball. Yeah, I can't remember either. But uh, I saw like the the there's a video on Unseen sixty four covering it. It looked interesting. I don't know if it would have been a good proper game. I think it might be a better idea as like its own I- IP, not a Nintendo game or a Mario game specifically. But it could have yeah. been cool. Uh, second, and you guys have any thoughts on it? I didn't even know about. Yeah, it. Yeah, so I didn't like, either. I don't like most of the Mario sports games, so whatever. All right. Mm-hmm. Second question from Mirror Knight. The chat is saying yes, uh, Sports Mix has volleyball. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't actually own that game, so. Whoa. I know. Wow. Uh, second question from Mirror Knight. Have you guys seen videos of the Nintendo Super Smash Club for Canada? I have. I don't know, I don't know this is either. Okay. So Future Shop and Nintendo of Canada are running a promotion where in these certain locations you can actually like join this smash brothers club for like competition and prizes. Like there'll be a big bunch of kiosks set up and you can just play against other people in tournaments and stuff like that. They're like in movie theaters and like big malls and stuff like that around Canada. Problem is it's only in like four towns. Oh, can I guess them? Yeah. Vancouver. Good guess. Toronto. Good guess. 
Montreal. Montreal. Good guess. Okay. Um, I could go a couple places with this. Ottawa. Close. Quebec City. Nope. Toronto again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did it. Uh, I believe it's Mississauga. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. My next guess was going to be Victoria. So the idea is that there's also like these small events put in feature shops as well. Here, I actually brought up the list. Did you sign up for this? I brought up the lo- listings. Downtown Toronto, Mississauga, Vancouver, Montreal. Those are like the big main events. Okay. And there's smaller additional events run in four feature shops. One in Vancouver, <laughs> one in Montreal, one in Toronto, and one in Edmonton. Are you, are you going to sign up for the Edmonton one? Probably not. Because it's like November 1st, and it takes place time-wise probably like 6 p.m. So like 9. So if I did that, I'd, okay. I'd have to spend the night in Edmonton. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want you don't no want to be in Edmonton that. at night. I'll tell you, <laughs> no. I don't want to be in Edmonton for as long as I have to be. <laughs> okay, so uh, someone said in this chat that event is already filled up in Mississauga. Apparently, oh, yeah, uh, right. I don't hear of anything happening in Mississauga. Minor cool. additional events were taking place across the country. Click here for additional. Oh no, listen leads back to the same list. Of four places. All Actually, right. yeah, no, all four of those main events are already full. Uh, oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah. Keep in mind, this is. Well, it was that. It was that sweet demo. Everyone was like, "Gotta get in on this." Keep in mind, this doesn't happen till like the earliest 18th of October, and the latest the 8th of November. Those are so those are for the main events. Yeah, at least a month. Okay. Is this the Wii U version? At least. It doesn't say. I think it's both. Great. So it could just be. The game everyone has already bought. <laughs> Actually, no, it says specifically 3DS. Tended event in Battle right. on Smash Brothers for 3DS against some of the biggest Smash Brothers fans in Canada. Everyone who attends will receive a Smash Brothers Super Smash Club item plus a chance to win additional prizes on site. Uh, bring your 3DS on site to battle and street pass with other fans. You must register to attend one of the main events. Blah, blah, blah. And tickets are free. Maybe it's an amiibo. That would be kind of cool, actually. Yeah. But I think that's before Amiibos are being officially released. Maybe it's a pin. But like a funky pin. <laughs> it's probably another towel, like they had at PAX. Great. <laughs> hey, nerds need towels, man. Oh, tell me about it. All right, Hannah writes, not sure if anyone's played it, but thoughts on Devil May Cry 3 PC version? I actually bought and downloaded that. I will be able to tell you next week. It's a piece of shit unless Great. it's patched. Um, <laughs> I believe originally when that came out, back when it was just like in a proper, like, you could buy it in stores PC case. Yeah. It crashed after the first cutscene played. Great. Apparently, I apparently it's just a buggy piece of shit. Cool. I loved special, I loved special edition on ps2 mm-hmm. so much i played through it twice once as dante and once as virgin wow and i never do that nice i really like devil may cry 3 it's really good special it edition. is the best yeah. devil may cry I it's the only devil may cry i've finished it's funny because it's actually the hardest oh no you played special edition never mind special edition yeah yeah okay <clears throat> last question from michael for the win sonic boom rise of lyric is coming out one week early in na Opin- oh, sweet. <laughs> opinions on early releases for games that aren't accidental. 
good. Like, why would that be bad? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Like, uh, Hyrule. Didn't uh, Shadow of Mordor also get pushed up? Or was it, or am I thinking Dragon Age 3? Mm, Not 3. Inquisition. You guys are converting me. <laughs> right. Right. The number doesn't exist in the name anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, hey, give me those games sooner. Get in my belly. Uh, Hyrule Warriors is getting four paid DLC packs and a season pass is $20 plus Darkling costume. Do you guys think Nintendo should continue this trend of good DLC packs for their new games or ease off a bit? I don't. This, this seems like a loaded question. Yeah. Why would Why would anyone not want good DLC? <laughs> <laughs> I think they should ease off such quality DLC and start just ripping us off. I also feel like this is more Tecmo probably offering this DLC than Nintendo. Yeah. Because this is a Tecmo developed game. But uh, kind of interesting season pass. Like Nintendo's like the only one doing it, and everyone else kind of stopped. Yeah. But Nintendo, Nintendo so far seems to be like, actually get the idea of a season pass. It's like, oh yeah, no, we'll do a bit here, and then you'll get another bit later. And like, a, a, uh, the chat is telling me it was Shadow of Mordor that moved up. Okay. Okay. Cool. I, I don't know. Like this, know. this one, I'm a little more iffy on than the Mario Kart one because we're getting more content than we usually ever get in a Mario Kart game. Here, it's based on that. I assume the DLC packs are just costumes. If it's more than that, like I can new, see it being characters. If it's characters and missions and stuff like that, then yeah, never mind. That's great. I'm totally down for that. Well, keep him. Well, I don't know. It's a you know, it's a Dynasty Warriors game. So how new can those missions be? That's true. But <laughs> I know that like they were talking about DLC before when they were like the game was still in production, and uh, they were like, okay, here's the Ocarina of Time pack for costumes. Here is the Twilight Princess pack of costumes. Here is the Skyward Sword pack of costumes. So that's what I assumed were the four DLC packs. If it's actual, like, more content than just that, I'm uh, I'm totally down for that. Is there a Wind Waker pack? That would also be really cool. I don't know how they would so do cool. that, but that'd be great. <laughs> uh, the chat is saying confirmed characters and scenarios. Oh, so well then, yeah, no, that's here's, for 20 bucks. That's actually Here's another good. environment where you can hit the same 100 guys at the same time. My only, yeah, my I guess my only thing is that like the game only has like twelve characters otherwise, so that's a, but that's a lot of characters. But at the same time, I've heard people say that the game's probably a bit rushed from coming out, so that makes more sense. You you say twelve characters is a lot, but keep in mind, Dynasty Warriors usually comes with like forty, thirty. Well, my my like journey into this is from Zelda, which playable characters is like one. Maybe sure. Sometimes. So. Yeah. Another person is saying uh, Hyrule Warriors characters free September 30th. Three new par- playable characters Sia, Volga, and Wizro. I don't know who that is. Master Quest Pack, October 16th. New weapon, scenario, adventure map, and two costumes. Okay, the adventure map I heard was actually one of the cooler features of this game. It's basically you're playing through the original Legend of Zelda. But each like panel of the game is like a challenge room. Is it top down? Yes. Is it two D? Yes. Whoa. That's that's, that's the actual map. Good. But then like it loads into like a challenge room for like proper Hyrule Warriors three D. 
But I don't know. It seemed oh, it seemed you're not, interesting. You're not playing a 2D game. No, but you're always you're, it's both. You're also navigating around this Zelda map, finding challenges and meeting characters. Okay. But then it's also like the 3D Dynasty Wars combat. I still don't know what to think about that game. Yeah. All right, that's gonna do it for this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, it's not actually. Oh yeah. I le- I legitimately forgot about this. I know, Amazing. you guys both seem like you forgot. So, a couple weeks ago, you guys might remember, uh, I think it was Paul, or maybe both of you, threw out the idea of actually mailing in physical <laughs> mail for questions. <laughs> it took and, two weeks to get here, but here we are. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, two people sent in actual physical oh, letters awesome. to people that's so great who are the people uh i don't know their actual usernames are on the letters but i have andrew and hank uh one was labeled proton john the other was labeled john in canada yes dude it showed up <laughs> all right i'll read the john in canada one first this is a oh that paper crunching typed out this is beautiful uh Paul kept bringing up the P.O. Box slash snail mail option of questions, so here I am. (laughs) Once again, this is from Andrew because I don't have an actual username written on here. I finally started playing Persona 3 FES, and it's really good, and I am looking forward to playing the rest of the series, but unfortunately I'm going to have to get a PSP or PS Vita to play the older ones later. So have you ever bought a system just for one or a small amount of games? Every Nintendo system. <laughs> kind of. I bought the GameCube for Resident Evil Remake specifically. Okay. I've got. I do that with like weird obscure consoles. Like I've got like four Wonderswan games over there. Five. I was gonna say when it came to the Wonderswan specifically, I was like, "That's a weird console. I don't care if I get any games for this thing. I want a Wonderswan." Um. I don't know. I've bought consoles bef- and not had uh, like the games for them for a while like i picked up or actually i'll put it the other way around i've bought games for consoles i know i'd eventually get like i had twilight princess before i had a wii i had metal gear solid 4 before i had a ps3 what about you paul uh just like the nintendo stuff i guess i've ne- there's never been a case where i was like that game's coming out i need the system now because I kind of end up just getting the system right away nowadays. Yeah, mm. I, I usually wait till there's at least like three games that catch my interest, and then I'll pick it up. Mm. At least for new systems, because I know eventually there'll be actual things worth it later. I guess, like with the Wii, it was Twilight Princess, because I just couldn't find one. But at the same time, it was more like, I know I'm going to want one of these. So... All right, uh, there's four questions on this letter, actually. Second one, okay. Paul, is that a sewing machine on the floor behind you? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Have you ever seen a game and gone, why is that on that system? For me, it was Grand Theft Auto 1 and 2 on the Game Boy Color. That's the, those are the ones yes. that come to mind. Starcraft on the N64. I was going to say that. Starcraft and Command & Conquer on the N64. Why is Halo Wars on the 360? Well, because XCOM is now, so. Those are different. Mm. Those are completely different. One's a tactic strategy game, the other one is an RTS. Hmm. 
trying to think of what else. That's all that's coming to mind for me. I have Grand Theft Auto on the Game Boy, or Game Boy Color, <laughs> or Game Boy Advance. Sorry, rather. Sure. Okay. It's, it's all of GTA One, top down, and everything. Max Payne on the Game Boy Advance. I forgot about that. It's all of Max Payne as like a th- like a isometric shooter. Seriously? Okay. And it has all the dialogue from all the cutscenes <laughs> and the cutscenes. Jesus. That's great. It was actually really fun. That's the only version of Max Payne I've beaten, which is kind of stupid. But it was really good. Hmm. I was just thinking of that system seller question again, because a lot of someone mentioned the Vita. And I still there has still not been a game on the Vita where I've been like, yeah, the Vita. <laughs> It's just been like, I want a Vita because it's game console, and I guess I'll play some games on it. All right, so the the fourth question. All right. What do you think about MMOs that make you pay a subscription fee and a full price for the game? It seems to me they should be they should do one or the other, but not both. I'm fine with it. Why are you fine with it? Because so much fucking content goes into an MMO that the $15 a month is like to keep if the problem is when you're paying like a $15 a month thing and then their servers are still garbage or something like as they have to keep that everything stable and they have to pay people for support they have to pay people for IT stuff they have to do pay people to do the maintenance on the servers every couple days like it's I understand the basic business of it and it's fine if you don't want to do it then don't I feel like people probably more complain about having to pay full price for the game than the subscription fee. I think that's really the only mm-hmm. thing that would bug me. But, I mean, mm-hmm. World of Warcraft in its heyday was like, oh, you only pay like 20 bucks for the main thing? It's like, oh, that's not a big deal. And then the subscriptions. So if it's a low yeah. amount, then I don't think it's a big deal either. Yeah, I mean, they have those battle chests now where it's like if you want to get into WoW, you can get like the expansion will still be like the 40 to $60 or whatever, like for whichever version you want. But you could get the first like three expansions in the base game for like twenty bucks or something because you need it first of all to play it, and they understand that you like since you have to buy each one, they're not probably going to charge you the sixty bucks for each one like they would if it was a brand new thing. So I think they've gotten better about that because there was a time where it's just like, oh no, you need these other two expansions and they're still forty dollars, and that was gross. But they've gotten better about that for sure. I think. Yeah. All right. The second letter I've got here is from I am 3D Homer. And this one's actually handwritten, unlike the other one, which was typed. Nice. Uh, the other one that was typed. But they're both fine. Had a lovely little tiny picture of uh, 18-year-old John on it as well. Like just a little, a little shot of my head. Dear Top Down Perspective podcast. What does 18-year-old John look like? It's uh, me with like a baseball cap and really short hair. And okay. practically the same pair of glasses. Okay. Dear Top 10 Perspective Podcasters, I hope you are doing well. I have two questions for you. Number one, what is your favorite troll? What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I was going to say Shrek, then I realized he's an ogre. So I guess I will say that little doll with the really long hair. Mm, Phil Fish. Oh, the troll dolls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Both answers are acceptable. <laughs> I think those dolls are just called the like trolls. They are, yeah. 
Yeah. Um. Uh. I don't. I can't top Phil Fish. I'm sorry. That was pretty good. <laughs> you win the joke. You got the joke. <laughs> uh, the second question is: What is your favorite troll that you have pulled off? When I made John sign his copy. Yeah, so... I knew you were gonna yeah, fucking yeah, say yeah, that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, I wasn't as big a fan of that one as everyone else was. <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> There is a 13-minute video of nothingness accompanying that. Fuck you guys. What about you guys? How about that time I shrink-wrapped a whole bunch <laughs> of stuff at the store? <laughs> Nothing's. Oh, I remember. The, okay, I got another. I got another. Another story about the store. This was me and John. Okay, I was on break in the back, and John was up front, and I phoned the store, and he picked it up, and I hung up. And I did this like six times in a row. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> and the best thing is there was a security camera in the store. So I was watching him do all this. <laughs> that was pretty good too. <laughs> do you guys have any? I, I don't usually try to troll people. So I could say my panel because that's really just me being a dick to people for like an hour. I'll tell you should call the next one troll panel troll or being panel. or john yeah, being I'm, a dick for an hour yeah that one. rolls right off the tongue yeah or just john's dick for an hour <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that one would not get approved but it might get more people at the show come into the panel I, I don't think so. paul do you have any uh nope. no like not i yeah no i'll just say no all right. Is that it for questions then? Yep. The end of the letter says, thank you for your time. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Great. Thanks for writing in, everyone. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> actually writing in. <laughs> um, what's your guys' games of the week? Dark Age. Uh, Lethal League. Leighton Wright. Nice. <laughs> so good. Oh, so good. And once again, John, you have to play Crypt of the Necrodancer. All right. Every week. <laughs> uh, I picked up Roundabout today, so I might be playing that. Ooh. Yes, I installed it. Thank you. <laughs> Sean, when was the last time you bought a game on Steam? Risk of Rain. <laughs> yeah, and that's because you had to to be able to play with Nathan. <laughs> yeah, otherwise I was using Nathan's coffee, but he was going to play with us, so I had to buy it. <laughs> hey, there's, been, there's genuinely been times where it's like, I'm going to buy this. And then John buys it right before me, and it's like, well, I tried. You tried? <laughs> I tried. No, you didn't. You thought about it. That's not trying at all. I was about to, and then I checked the activity just to be, just to be safe, and you bought it already. All right, thanks, for everyone, for listening. We'll be back next week. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.